0: Hello and welcome to the Hellas Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, and joining me today, firstly, is Nick. How are you, mate? Good.
1: Excited to talk all things Ethnic You with a big game coming up in uh, just under 48 hours' time. Uh, bring it on, I say, because we've been waiting patiently for this since June.
0: Yes, we certainly have. If every international break just feels like a mile away from each other, but yeah, we've got ethnic ear time, so very well, excited. Well, you know what? That's changing because we've got
1: international breaks September, October, November now coming. Yeah, so it's gonna true. be all happening.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh Michael, how are you doing, mate?
2: Yeah, back again for another week. And uh, as Nick was said, it's another another one of uh, another international break we're looking forward to for our national team and one we have to do really well in so see what we can do and we're
0: we're going to dive into it anyway so exactly it's crunch time for Anthony Gibb, but then even in October it's crunch crunch time as it were I guess um but yeah so and we also have a special guest on today uh special guest introduce yourself hey
3: everyone so another Stephen on the on the panel for today so I'm uh Crazy mad Liverpool fan um, from a far Olivia Core fan as well. I'm over here in Sydney, Australia, very good friends with um, cast member Nico. So thank you, Nico, for having me on. Um, but yeah, no, looking forward to delving into the action. Uh, four weeks of Premier League, a few rounds of the Greek Super League, and um, here we are, international time, and um, it's a very important one. So um, all heads turned to our Friday morning, Sydney time, and um, fingers crossed
0: we get some sort of result yeah exactly exactly a lot of football and way too much to follow but we try we all try um okay so before we go to the ethnic we're just going to quickly go to the super league because the super league was played uh last weekend and well starting friday evening actually uh got a massive 2-1 win over adromitos so um, really impressive result from you know see who are one of the fra- favourites to go down. Adromitos, as Michael has been saying, uh, looks really really bad, <laughs> especially last week against Villabragos. But great result to Kyffstaeho there. Um, and then um, next... you look at the goals, goals. You, you, Steve. You look at the goals
2: from a Goal of the season contenders, just unbelievable yeah. strikes especially their second one from Papa Sava um, you, uh, Steve and Steve um, he's a <laughs> former
0: gold boy just so you know
2: so hopefully that, that makes
0: you happy <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all I, Yeah, I think I remember. I remember the name now that you've mentioned it um Okay, so next on the list, great if my computer started working properly, uh, Bansaragos got a 1-1 draw with Banadoligos. So Bansaragos actually scored in the fir- uh, first half hour with um, Murgos, and then at a time uh, for Banadoligos, Jao Pedro, not the one you're thinking of, um, <laughs> scored the equalizer uh, to get a 1-1 draw. So yeah, not the result that Bansaragos would have wanted because they've actually had a really solid start to the campaign, despite maybe not getting all the points that they pot- uh, potentially deserved. Um, yeah, they 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 look pretty solid themselves and Banadoligos don't look as solid, <laughs> I guess. Um, any thoughts on this one quickly before we move on?
2: Just unfortunate no. of Banzaraykos. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Just consider, I mean, they played well the whole game and, you know, considering <laughs> the last minute. Those things, those sort of things happen.
0: What can okay. you do? Yeah, what can you say? What can you do? Uh next result. Um so now we move on to uh, apologies. My computer is being really annoying today. Um bear with me just a second. Okay, so then we, we go to Sunday's fixtures. So uh Ast- um, Aris, three-two winners over Asteras. Um, and it was a really back and forth game because that's um Aris scored first through Zamora and then uh, Bartolo equalized, and then Garcia scored in the 61st minute. And then uh, Aris actually scored again to make it 3-1 with a penalty from uh, Lisman And then uh, Manzio scored in the 85th minute, so three minutes later. But it was too little, too late, for Asteras. 3-2 win for Aris, who sacked their manager, as George predicted. <laughs> got The manager got the sack. He's out <laughs> the door. So get a bit of a bounce now that he's left. Um so yeah, Aris, I think that's is that their first win of the season. First win, yeah, first win of the season. Two um, losses, they, they, weren't they? Two two losses. They lost to Lamia,
1: and they had another loss so, somewhere else, didn't they? I think so. I, they,
0: they've just either way. They definitely just had a really, lost really, really to Lamia cool one nil away. I remember that one. Yeah. And speaking of losses in Thessaloniki, Ofi, um Well, it's not in Thessaloniki. Offi in Crete, mm-hmm. massive one nil win over Baal huge result in the 95th minute um abdana scored very late on in that game to give off a huge win over Balk. and yeah one of the shot early shocks of the season because off have looked pretty solid early doors uh in in this cap in their campaign and Balk, mm, it's a, it's a, it's a tough always a tough place to go away to crete but yeah crazy result there it's
1: always tough. But, it's probably one of the toughest grounds in Greece, away for the for the big four to go to.
0: Also, European hangover for Does that come into play already? Potentially, and it's and that also comes into question with how well they've strengthened this summer with the players that they've signed, because yeah. they have signed some decent players. They have, and most oh, most recently, um, yeah, Despidoff came in from uh, L- Ludogorets. Very decent signing, but. Very in good. terms of other areas, have they strengthened enough? Because a lot of players did leave Balk, A lot of key players who were obviously getting on, but they they still need, haven't maybe haven't quite replaced them or haven't got a deep enough squad to compete in Europe and in uh, the Super League. But the only time will tell. And Balk have a favourable enough group in Europa Conference League. So we'll have to see, won't we? Uh, next, Olivia Gos, 4-0 winners over La Lamia La were... You know what, Lamia at the scoreline doesn't necessarily flatter Lamia completely, but they have their chances. And, uh, you know, Gostas Fortunis and Yorgos uh, Masuras combined. Um, Masuras scored first for with the second. Unfortunate own goal for, um, for blimey, uh, Vasil just got that there, <laughs> after the hour mark and um, El Kabi scored very late on in injury time. And and uh, Nico actually played quite well against us. Unlucky for the offside goal. Very marginal, but it was probably the correct decision. Um, but I've, I've said from the beginning, he's going to be vital for them to try and stay up in the Super League. So good result for Olympiagos there. Um, and then we move on to aek Crazy game against Volos. Crazy, crazy game. So Ajax went 1-0 down. They equalized. And then um, went ahead just before halftime through uh, Stefan Zuba. And then Volos e- uh, equalized. But it, it, I hadn't mentioned, actually, um, Pedros Mandalos got sent off in the 22nd minute. So Aik were down for 10 men for most of the game. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they, they, were, they were down to the 10 men the most, for most of the fixture. And they, at the very end of the match, um, Nordin Amrabat got a penalty in the 93rd minute and scored it. So, fantastic result for AEK, just over the line against Volos. Um, uh, and so, Michael, you have a, a little fun tidbit with Volos about what happened with one of their players because of
2: the penalty. Yeah, that's why I'm smiling, Steve. He's playing basketball. And... <laughs> yeah, well, what's his name? Dom- Dominic Kruzliak. Uh, he joined the club in July. He's... That was his third and last appearance for the club. (laughs) And as of yesterday, he got released. And Volos put out a statement We don't wish him well in the future, but he will certainly be remembered. (laughs) That, I've never seen anything as brutal as that in my lifetime. Probably since, um, you know, when when, uh, my club at Gurias is the owner.
3: It's just brutal.
2: <laughs> it's a shame to see,
3: and I think um, you you probably like to think that there was somewhat some words lost in transla- translation from Greek to English there, but um, it's not a good look for for Greek football, to be honest with you. To see stuff like that, no, but of course not. No, but uh, it is. But amazing is result a... from Aik, nevertheless. With that, yeah. I think. Um, Testament to them to obviously come back with 10 men, um, considering as well the short turnaround um, with their qualifying as well. And I think probably a few of the teams this week um, would have had problems in backing up. Um, And a lot of players backing up as well for fixtures during the European rounds and then also at the weekend as well. Um, You know, they all kind of did it in a difficult way. Bulk obviously not coming around with it but um, yeah it's uh <laughs> unfortunate to see kind of the um the from uh,
0: what's happened against the with the game with Waller and and interestingly michael a player replied on the post that we put which actually popped off to be fair and uh, uh, yeah he he had a similar he had a similar story to <laughs> didn't he yeah
2: in a friendly he didn't play a single professional game with the club it, it was just like during pre-season and uh uh, apparently he he did a handball in the box, and he had a meeting with um Archie Bayos. And next year you know, he's gone from the club, terminated his contract.
0: <laughs> so unprofessional, man! He, like both these instances.
2: So his name was Jacob Kudra. <sighs> Jacob Kudra, a po- Polish left back, didn't play a single you, professional game for the club. You guys all touched that it's a circus. It's funny,
1: all that. It's it's a horrible look because. We want to attract good quality foreigners to Greece and we have that. But in all seriousness, you've just got to laugh. You've got to laugh. And, and the common denominator, the, the key theme between that Kudra one and this Kruzliak is, as Michael said, Bells. With this, with this guy running the, the club, nothing should shock us. Absolutely nothing. We know what this guy's like.
0: But like you said, Nico, it's just it's so ludicrous because if you we've always said it's not fair to always compare Greek football to, to the top five leagues. But this would never happen in the top five leagues. This would never happen even in the league slightly above Greek football. And it's just crazy. And and like even in, it would happen in Cyprus. Don't get me wrong. And this is not me being biased, but it would happen. It's happened. What's in Michael's, well, what's Michael's line? The gift that keeps on giving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> saying years ago, you don't follow Greek football for this for your the goals, the scores, the results, all that. You follow it for the off field
2: circus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's nothing. Oh, there's nothing quite it. like and, it. And
1: wait till the second and third divisions start. They haven't started yet.
2: Oh yeah. What well, the stuff we heard last season? What well, that remember that match in Gar- the, the Garavizza, the, the, Gar- the match that they sliced, they sliced off the goalposts. <laughs> What, what about who was the team? Was it was it last year or the
1: year before? Gavala, they had ten players. They weren't. They were amateurs. They were uni students. They were tradies. They remember? They yeah, the yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> Honestly, Greek football. And eh. La- last year, look that um friendly Lamia had with IXB team. That someone in the crowd ordered coffee, and and the delivery <laughs> guy came into the stadium <laughs> with yeah. his
0: motorbike. When there's the, the v- there's the there's the yeah, to the VAR guys as well. That's the VAR sublegia, yeah, I remember that. that I got onto forget. like British. that got onto British news. I remember. It was unbelievable. 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 How can we forget that? Jeez.
1: Remember years ago the stretcher the guy falling off.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know.
2: Okay. You know who's <laughs> that... that player? That's no. Kutris. Yeah, it was Is Kutris. It? Yeah, that... yeah. That was Kutris. back then for Ancelotti and. You know, sad what's happened to Ergotelli, but fuck, that yeah. was against my club, <laughs> and they got. What happened was good. Good, risk got fined for faking the injury,
0: <laughs> five five thousand euros. <laughs> what a country! Oh, I know, man. Yeah. What a result, but yeah, Volos um, for, uh, uh, couldn't get the result against Ayk. Good win for Ayk, and and as you guys have said, it seems as though. um Balkan, and Aik have had a bit of a hangover from the European Games. Um Banth and Igos final result, 1-0 win against uh Basianina away from home. Uh Balacios with the goal, 15 minutes from uh normal time ta- at the end of normal time. Nico, would you say that's the same for your for you guys? Would you say a little bit of a hangover from Europe potentially?
1: Yeah, absolutely hangover. But we also uh, Jovanovic heavily rotated the side that was that was essentially a lot the a large chunk of these guys were the were the fringe players playing basically arao got got a start i mean you i knew this started up front Palacios, well, he he's been uh, a common he's been a lock in all our games basically so far the american eric palmer brown uh came on can he, he he got a start and played i think michael's more of a what's the word the stats guy and the history guy more than me I read somewhere, it's, it's, only, it's the first time ever we've won in back-to-back seasons at I Oh, yeah, because
2: your
0: I record bet's... against them is poor. We
1: have a horrible record up there. But we they normally send us up there in the middle of winter. I remember games in the past in like December, January time when it snowed and we've lost. We we never win up there. And I remember last season, it was a war up there. It was a 98th, 90, 95th minute penalty that won a 4-0. Was, it was a late goal. It wasn't as late. Good finish by Palacios to tuck it away. Cheney did very well in the build up for us, uh, but yeah, and this one was no different. It was it was a war because they came onto us hard. They they really tried to bash us out of the game. The, the injuries we caught. Vayanidis is now out for a month because because of, of that tackle. When we had, Julie said, uh, luckily for us, Verbitz, they they've escaped the worst. I thought as well who came off. They've all they should be back for our next game. In these games, it's just important. Uh, these games post-Europe, just do the job. We, win at all costs. It yeah.
2: doesn't matter how.
0: Michael, did you have something you wanted to say before we move on?
2: No, Nick was correct. Uh, in, I've got the stat here. So for the first time in his history, um, Jonathan Aikos wins in Janina over pass in consecutive seasons. In consecutive visits, he had... First time. Club yeah, we one. never win up there. Yeah. Yeah, the club had won in 2010 and 2012, but they were not consecutive seasons as I were relegated in between. There you go. So that's but, so let's see
1: how they go, because they did the same last season with their Pustias and Malakias trying to foul us every chance they got. Oh, it's another it's another tough, tough place to go.
0: Yeah, always but so. yeah, no,
1: apart from yeah. Offi, there's Offi, and then the, there's Basyan and that's probably the the top two hard, hardest away. Out of six. the
0: big teams, I'd say so. Yeah, outside of the uh, big. For, aside big from five. the big four, where
1: yeah, when you go to, to the other clubs, big five if you include Aris. Yeah,
0: Aris as well. Um, and so yeah, that's the Super League results. Won't go through the table. Won't go through future, uh, future fixtures because that will happen after the international break. Uh, transfers. The Super League transfer window has not ended yet, so I will mention uh we'll mention all the big transfers i guess in the next episode or the episode after a bit pronounce... sorry sorry about that um <laughs> um and so we continue uh to the ethnic so boys the squad list came out um i think it's similar to last time the vast majority of people were pleased with um who was called up and but there's still a couple of players who, who are omitted from the squad Duvigas, this time Alexandrovoulos, so that people are a bit confused as to why uh, they haven't been called up. And then the big news was obviously the uh, international retirement of Gustav Forjunis. He came out on social media and said that it was his decision. He wanted to focus more on his club football and and uh, he just felt like it was the right time for him to end things. And Gus Poyet also came out in a press conference when questioned about Forjunis' retirement. He claims and in, not in the, exactly in verbatim that he had a brilliant phone call with him about it. Um, <laughs> that I guess you could read into that. or just take it as it is. But, yeah, boys, thoughts on Fortunis retiring and any thoughts on omissions from the FDK squad? Well,
1: I've got thoughts on omissions more, more than anything. It, it's mind-blowing that he's named so many strikers and the top scorer of the Eredivisie last season is not there again. That's crazy. Considering the issues we have in front of goal, that, that's mo- absolutely mind-blowing. Duvicas can't get a call-up. And you're going to have Yakumakis traveling from the other side of the world, ba- halfway across the world, basically.
2: Yeah. On, on short turnaround. And good thing you brought that up, Nico, because Yaku Makis was the last to... Last, that's why I said the it. Training sessions, yeah. That's why I said it. Correct. Yeah. yeah so uh, look, not, not that we don't mind him getting called up. It's it's just that how can you leave you the top scorer of the Dutch league out? It's just it is a big decision to make, and that's that's another big decision that we've. Sorry, let me word this again. He made this big decision in the last break, but he he, he um. Had to call him in because Ioannidis got injured, but this one yeah. looks like he's pretty sick because there's no uh, there's no mm. injuries to our strikers. The, right. the four is his name. The four that he's named is Pavlidis, Yakumakis, Fundas, and Ioannidis. And look, there is there is a uh, a common trait with these four with the three play three out of the four players is that three big, of them big. are big guys. Big. That's what men. I was gonna say. Big yeah. boys. Yeah. Whereas, you need whereas, Fundas you is, is, whereas Fundas is more of that impact player that he that can come off the bench, and we, which we saw against France, and he tried to do something. And that, the that's thing is, of, though, that's a, we need more of the Fundases, though. That, don't you think, though, Michael, Duvica's playing domestically
1: in the Netherlands, that, that wouldn't have helped us as well? I mean, we've got it Pavlidis for de- that, but you,
2: you know what I'm it saying. It would have helped us definitely. Yeah, it would have helped yeah. us definitely. Pa- Pavlidis, Jakomakis. Dulvikas, these these three guys killed it in the Dutch league. These guys know the Dutch defense. I mean, not the whole Dutch defense of the national team, but these guys know the Dutch way of playing football. So, yeah, it's just baffling that
0: the top scorer is left out. Well, I I was speaking on the. Um... Sorry Steve. Sorry, Steve. I was speaking on the um or, uh, football Orange uh podcast, uh, which is a Dutch football podcast. If you want to check that out, by all means, because it's very Dutch uh, heavy focused, and it was about the uh, the game between uh, that will happen again against the Netherlands on uh, on Thursday, and they were shocked because they know du Vigas. They followed the Eredivisie, and they 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 asked me why he wasn't there, and I, I I I gave them as logical an answer as I could give them for why he wasn't included, but they were you know, they were a bit surprised too that the top scorer of the Eredivisie, which is a, a very strong league at the moment, it's, you know, it's, exactly. it's, fifth in, it's fifth in the UEFA coefficient right now, and he's not there. Um, But yeah, Steve, I was going to ask you actually, other omissions that people were uncertain about were Gonzandelias and Zolis, because Zolis is obviously performing very well for Dusseldorf, and Gonzandelias is a, is a great talent, Um and Poet did address Gonzandelias in his interview, but w- what do you think his logic is for not Including these talent, more talented players and wingers that the FDK need uh, in this in this team. Yeah, I,
3: I think it's a it's a bit of an odd one, right? Because I think there could be potentially a bit of a disrespect there for the Dutch and uh, Belgian leagues as well. I mean, um, in terms of where they probably sit on the European pyramids, I'd say that they're probably similar in stature in in terms of leagues, but definitely um, both notable omissions. but. Um, one thing I'll mention in in terms of the striking department and also team selections over the past uh, international breaks, there's never been kind of any consistency on who's actually in the starting number nine. And something that i probably draw similar to um, when it comes to Gus Poirier is even with his time when he was at Sunderland, um, he actually rotated a lot between all the striking partners. And whether it's a thing that um, he... <laughs> people fall out of favor um, very quickly in terms of if they're not getting the goal outputs. Like I'll just say with the top of my head, like you had guys like Josie Altidore, you had Stephen Fletcher at the club there at Sunderland. Um, Adam Johnson, believe it or not, if you want to go a bit of a throwback, had a stint there at yeah. number nine. Um, Fabio Barini, just to name a few. Um, and there was never any settle, settlement of like any striker at that point there. So I wonder if it, if it's a systemic thing with him. Maybe he's not happy with strikers' outputs. Um, I guess it's a bit of a hard one to kind of tell. But, um, yeah, so I guess to have amongst your ranks uh, the top goal scorer of any European um, league and leave them out of the ethnic year, I think it's a bit of a strange decision, to say the least. I it's, think, I think, what,
1: what we said before, big big bodies. And that's that's going to indicate the way he wants to play. But if you're going to play like that, surely it's what you said as well, Stephen. Costandelias would, would have
3: been great. Zolis could, to really
1: unlock them. Because he's Has,
3: has Limnos been playing? How, how's his game time been? Um, he's with UPenn at the moment, or has he he's come back on loan back from his loan period? Costandelias. He's, he's back at park now so in well. that period in that period in u penn was he
2: was he consistently playing he was consistent he, at- he was consistently coming off the bench because that was part of the stipulation in the loan deal okay that's interesting so he had to play he had to play um at least 30 minutes each game that was the stipulation And then he uh returned to Park and he's you know he's just brightened up that team. Yeah. There's a huge difference when he plays
3: interesting omission. interesting you, uh,
2: mm-hmm. uh, youth youth team at Pizon, are they are they playing anytime soon? I think there was the a call on them 20.
0: soon. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, that's already out. Zolis is there,
1: but there's that's no question yeah, that,
2: no, uh, that's even more mind blowing then.
1: Zolis, that,
0: yeah. that explains it. Crazy to think Zolis is still eligible for that, eh? I think just about because they're allowed, to have, yeah, and they're allowed to have a certain amount of players who are, even, I know he is 21, but they're allowed to have like, a certain amount of players who are slightly over the age of 21. But what I'm wondering is, because we don't want to bash Poyet. I know there's some people who are not pleased with the selection and, and feel like it's very much a, an Ebor motivated reason as to why certain players aren't called up. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. But is it, I don't know, it's hard to bash him when, when he's made those selections and people have disagreed with him the results have still been good and the performances have still been good so i i i think we i think we have to approach it on a sense of we know he's doing well and we know that um what he wants to get out of this team he's t- taking us in the right direction but he has to ha- but george said it he has to have a plan b c d and e because having a plan a it has worked so far but if he has a if he needs a plan b and that plan b hasn't been called up to the national team and could Help us qualify for a tournament, which we haven't done in a decade. Then that's detrimental to to Greece and this generation's players' chances of actually reaching a major tournament. And thankfully, Greece has it, the second chance of getting to the playoffs. But don't want to rely on that. It's and this is a huge
1: chance. Exactly. Is it not his job on the line? If he doesn't qualify, see, I'd say he gets. Oh, he gets he's out. Set back. He's, he's out. out exactly. Nicole. Yeah, of course. He's out. He's out. He, he, what? What I was gonna say though, as well, like. We've spoken about the forward lines, and you said as well, uh, Stephen, that, yeah, we've got to give him his dues. The results have been there. He, to his credit, right back, maybe he fell on that. He's, we've we've we fixed the right back. We know who our right back is. Maybe that sort of fell in his lap. We know he's going to line up in defence at full strength. I want to talk about defence actually soon. He's sorted out the midfield conundrum. He's just got to sort out the goals because the, the first impression, when I first read that squad, we were doing the podcast, remember, the other night the European draw just coming out. It's a very boring, bland sort of squad. You think, where are the goals going to come from? Because this Dutch back line can be got at. For
0: sure. And this is the thing I brought uh, up in the the Dutch football podcast I did. The biggest problem Greece have and still have and always have had, no matter how good Greece have been, is scoring goals and and finishing those chances. Because Greece has been able to create those chances. But even against the Irish, we saw that at times we struggled to finish our chances despite the fact we won that game. Um and looked good uh, in doing so. so and and I think I I'm I mean, look we, we, we I don't know if we'll necessarily talk like who will definitely start. I mean, uh, uh, but is suspended for the for the Dutch game, so I imagine Red So will play with Hadza but um, you'd assume that Bubbly this would be the starter because he's while while I agree with Steve that he's not settled on a starting striker Bubbly this has started more consistently than the than Jakub or saw fundas so, or. Well, Duvicas, who's not even there. Yeah. We'll, we'll go through an 11, starting
1: what we think he's starting 11 is going to look like. Well, I think we should go through that later.
2: Yes. I hope you're right,
1: though, which is crazy to think. I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I hope he starts with Rezos.
0: <laughs> well, he's because I'm throwing Jagosnik.
2: I don't want yeah, the don't other option of ho- Zavella. Don't get your hopes up. Because <laughs> I'm, f- I'm, 50- I'm reading it's 50 50. I'm reading it's 50 50. Well, oh, just I, before,
1: before I can't we, wake this... up at four thirty on a Friday yeah. morning to see bloody Cavella <laughs> <a>
0: start. <laughs> imagine he hasn't he hasn't kicked the ball this season. Well, and he's actually left I his know. club in Turkey because of yeah. I think it's uh, personal reasons. He's, they they let him leave his contract, and he's now Michael. Has he is it confirmed? He's moving to a new club, or are their clubs just linked with him at, at, right now? Okay, so two two clubs have offered him. One of, one of them
2: being the shit house Volos. Um, <laughs> and the second one is the newcomers, shot.
0: Right, okay. Well, both, I, if he was to pick the one, one, one of them. It would be Bollos, I ah, see surely,
1: totally. because he's is from Athens from memory? That's a nice yeah. part of Athens. He probably he has a house there. Newcomers, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Maybe you never know. The yeah, very true. I mean, um, before we go to who we the, like, the actual game and like who's going to get picked or who you think will get picked, any thoughts on Fortunis? Because I mentioned it earlier, yeah, he's well, retired, and I think it's a shame, because uh, I, I know maybe you, maybe, well, maybe Nico or Michael disagree, but despite the fact he's Olympiagos through and through, there is a respect from non-Olympiagos fans because of how good he is. And I think that while well, poya has not picked him I, uh, in the last international break, and he can't pick him now because he's, Taking himself out of being picked, possibly being picked, it's it's a huge loss for for the national team, don't you think? Because he's such a talented player, and I think that Hoyer not using him and now Fortune is taking himself off of that list is 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 detrimental to the national team because that that's, that option's gone now.
1: It, it's the elephant in the room for for a national team that lacks goals and creativity and all that. I'm not his biggest fan. Like I don't, I know you love him, Stephen. I I don't love him or anything, but. We we lack so much creativity, some swagger, goals, and that it was, it was it was crazy that he wasn't picked, wasn't favoured by
0: Poyet. And and like the, the start of the season, at the start to the season that he's had as well in the qualifiers and in the in the league as well, I think that I think it, it, it would have been I I, I still feel like Poet wouldn't have called him even if Fortunis hadn't retired. I think it, it's a shame and and. Look, as an Olympiagos fan, I guess in that sense it's good because then it means that he's playing less football overall. So he's fitter and more ready and less likely to be have a serious injury for, for us. But but for, as a Greek football, as a Greek national team fan, I want him to be in the team because he, I think mm-hmm. he gives us a good chance of qualifying if he even if he doesn't start, he's part of the team. I agree. Yeah, I and agree. he's a leader as well. I yeah,
1: mean at full strength, if we if we talk full strength for he's there. Yes. Without easily. a
0: doubt he's
1: there. Hundred percent, and that's coming from me. Hundred percent, he's got to be there, and he's not that old. He's only what thirty-one.
0: Thirty, I think old. he's going
1: on thirty-one. And, but yeah, I think he's, he's a year older than me. That's right, thirty-one.
0: And and so I think all um, this... go for it, he's go not for that old talking. at
2: all.
3: Just just in terms of that, I think um, he's seen probably the writing on the wall. Um, you look at Bakasetas being the captain at the side, being in a similar position as well. That he probably possibly can't break into that team, obviously going over the captain Um, in saying that I actually think against weaker opposition, we could do with a little bit more creativity in the midfield. I actually wouldn't mind even seeing him drop in as an eight because I think his uh, ball control retention ability to break the lines uh, would be really good for us against those uh, weak oppositions. If he were to come in a little bit deeper and, Truth be told, if Sethus wasn't in the lineup, I think both could be equally as good, whoever could slip in that position. I mean, Guy's got lot of, lots of experience as well, probably a very well-respected uh, team member as well. Um, I, I think it's a loss regardless of uh, kind of how we look at it. Um, a bit of a shame, to be honest with you.
0: It is, yeah. And and look, uh, Fortunis hasn't come out and he's been quite professional about it and he said it's his choice. Whether that is entirely true or not, we will never know and l- until maybe he comes out later on and says something else. But um, yeah, it, it was uh, uh, on the surface, it's Fortunis' decision. So we have to respect it. And Poiette obviously, res- I'm sure, respects it too. Um, so, yeah, shame Fortunis isn't in the team anymore or available, but we move on and you never know the greece have done okay without him despite the fact i still think he should be in the t- he should have been in the team previously um but yes now big game guys in amsterdam against the dutch do we f- i i per- think i fancy ourselves against the dutch because as we've said before while they have some really good individual players on paper um they don't look like the dutch team of old and they have been struggling for a long time and crucially um Memphis Depay is not in that team, and he's the linchpin of that team, and a lot of goes through him. So, any initial thoughts going into this game? I I think there's a hangover from that squad post World Cup in terms of the fallout. Um, there's
3: been a bit of angst. I'm not sure if you guys have seen in the media with um, Van Dyke's comments uh, against yes. uh, about Van Hull with uh, what's happened with Messi. So, um, just to fill everyone in, it was basically him. <laughs> Kind of hammering Van Dyke about how Messi, if you will, had him in his pocket or had the whole Dutch team in their pockets. But yeah, I personally think that ever since um, Kermit's taken over, I don't rate him as a manager. I think where he's kind of gone, he's 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 actually left the place in a much worse position than when he was first there. Um, yeah. And the record speaks for itself as well. You know, they're, they're not winning football matches, and for them, I, I actually think this is a team under pressure. Um, you look at it now, if the ethnic team managed to get a result now in the Netherlands, the heat is pushed right up against them because I guess the only way that they could then qualify is through the playoffs. And it doesn't look good for Dutch football to go down that route, even though they haven't necessarily qualified for a lot of tournaments in recent history, but it's just simply not good enough for uh, for the Dutch with the with the plays that they had. So, yeah, I'm quietly confident that we're going to go to MCM and uh, play them off the park and win. But I definitely think that we could get some sort of result out of this game. And I think it um, shouldn't be taken out of perspective also that um, how we've performed in uh, the most recent qualifiers and hopefully we can get something over there. Any any result would be a massive plus and boost to our qualification Um
0: uh, prospects so hopefully squad yeah, prediction um, oh I, I i gave a prediction on on the uh, um, do i have gave to? a prediction previously i mean i i'm, I'm going to say maybe pessimistically even though i think greece have a chance i think away from home uh 1-1 because we've actually never beaten the dutch um, in competitive, we beat them in, in a friendly football. Yeah, in a friendly, but in competitive football, yeah, Greece yeah, have never beaten yeah. the Dutch home and away. So I hope that that changes. Um, but I'm going to say one-one. But I do think Greece could possibly edge it. Anyone else for a prediction? Oh, I'm worried about the lack of goals in the team, and
1: the, the pressure is going to be on them because a draw suits us a lot. We're above them on the standings for them. They're thinking they got to win by at least a couple of goals which would hope, hopefully open up some space for us to attack in. I'm, uh, I, I'd i love a one-all. I,
3: I think we're going to lose Do you think, think will we we got him for formation? Do you think we go out with a back five and try to match them no. for their wing-backs that I they'll think, will probably play? It? Or do you think that we'll, we'll stick to our guns? I think Boy, he's going to oh, oh, yeah, it's gonna stick.
1: Exactly. He's proven that already. Yeah. He'll stick. It would be a flat-back four. We'll get on yeah. to an 11 we'll, soon, but yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love a draw. It draws like a win here.
3: All the pressure's on them
0: in this Massively. game. Michael, go on. Give us. I'm going to go one world. on.
3: Nice. I'm with you, Stephen. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> penalty for Greece, a late penalty.
0: <laughs> and Bacaseta scores again. By, I think, I, think,
3: I
1: think to win is. the penalty. <laughs> oh God! Don't
0: Sporn say by that. by huh? Right, go on, Michael. Give us a prediction.
2: If we can put up the fight against France, then we can also put up the fight against the Dutch. Um, look, if you look at that lineup from the France game, it's not going to be any different to this one like, apart from uh, Mavropanos out. Um Whoever starts at centre back, we just hope they should put in a good shift. And that's all I would care about anyway. Um, will I care how we score the goal or goals? Don't really give a crap. As long as the ball is in the back of the net and we we leave Eindhoven with the three points. Oh, yeah, um, it's in Eindhoven, so isn't it? It's uh, not uh, in Amsterdam. That's yes, my mistake. No, it's know, Eindhoven yeah. he is on ground. Yeah. Yeah, it's Actually, uh, Mark, I'm, hoping for a win. I'm hoping for a win. And I don't see this Dutch team doing um, any fancy stuff. They'll do fancy stuff, but will they cause us any trouble? Absolutely not. After what they dished up in the World Cup, just disaster. That look, that team looks so out of place, and they still do look out of place. They just can't put up a fight at the moment. So I do, I really do fancy us. Um, I, re- I really hope we're going to win.
0: I hope All right.
2: You're um, right, I was
1: just going to say we spent, we mentioned it's at PSV Eindhoven's home ground. Our very own Nikola Thakis. If you guys remember from the previous international break, he was at the Greece vs. Ireland game. He, uh, he's actually flown out from London, uh, from your neck of the woods, Stephen. He's he's flown out today. He'll be at the at the ground, and we'll have some footage out. So everyone, keep an eye on our socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We'll we'll have some footage up after the game.
0: Yeah, it'll be amazing, especially for has uh, got us a win when he went to, um, I guess, uh, Sofia against <laughs> the, the Irish. So hopefully, he can do the same in Eindhoven, and. Uh... Yeah, a huge plaudits for him to to go all that way and film stuff for us, and I'm sure he'll he'll be there when I go watch Gos versus West Ham at London Stadium, and he'll be very gloating if 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 they win. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, the poor bastard, Where, where's he going to sit with the home fans or the away fans? What, me, uh, what, uh, what, Galavaghi? He's going to sit with the home fans, the West Ham. Oh, fans. Oh yeah, right? he's West Ham through and through, man. <laughs> he likes Olympiakos, but he's West Ham. He's hundred percent West Ham. Whereas me, I it depends. Uh, to be decided, but hopefully I get a ticket either way. Uh, okay, before we wrap up, starting eleven, boys. Give me goal- goalkeeper. Who's going in goal? Well, it's not very, it's That's not very <laughs> <Laki>. Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Nottingham Forest, man. Yes, Flaco Dimos, signed for Forest. I think uh, on deadline day. Nikopolidis. Well, he's still doing it for the Greek 2004 legend squads. Michael, so you can very well still do it for the actual national team as well. And his son and his son is at like, Giffisha, so why not bring him in? Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Okay, but uh, are we going for I assume it'll be four three three if you yeah. guys think the same. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so yeah, back, four, go, bo- back four. Go back four, gimme right back. Bulldog. Yeah, easy. Okay, 100%. now more difficult. <laughs> now more difficult. Centre backs. <laughs> <It's likely laughs> Tati Diagos, yeah. I'm going to go hope, for the other one. Or... Has yeah, to be He's been too good for Olympiagos. He has to start. If it's Zabelas, I'm going to be so annoyed. Um, Left-back, will I'm assuming, will be Timikas. Although Janulis has yeah. been good for Norwich uh, since the, ah, season in the championship, but it'll be Timikas. Uh, midfield three. Um, this is always an interesting one, isn't it? Because he rotates this a Ooh. little bit more than he does the, the defensive line. But any... Bagasetas will start. He'll start as, as a number eight. Um, any other thoughts for number 6 and the other number 8 Siopis Kurbelis. yeah potentially yeah. Netherlands alike yeah very true nice to see Cioppis he's at Cardiff City now don't know how well he's doing that but hopefully he's, uh, he's, he's tearing it up actually
2: he's already he's already become a fan favourite according to the according to what I see in the comments from the Cardiff fans like apparently he's like a little bulldog there oh I bet
0: I, I could I bet <laughs> Uh, and then front three. Um, I, I well Masuras I would say starts good form for Libiagos, and I just think that he'll. We don't have a lot of wingers, so he'll probably. Pavlidis <laughs> um, up front or Yakumakis? Yeah. I think Pavlidis.
1: Uh, Pavlidis.
0: And then lastly, I think playing at AZ as well, being
3: familiar with the Dutch grounds as well. I think probably hard to look past him. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Yeah.
0: That's a good yeah. point actually. Um, and then last winger. Probably, I don't know. Do you think it'd be Limnios? I mean, Hadzi Diakos is there, but oh. surely Limnios, I was going to ask right? Michael, has Limnios been playing?
2: Lim- Limnios? He hasn't played in a year. He hasn't played, yeah. He yeah, gets picked. He gets picked. He's got um, dick pics of Poye, so that's why he's picking him. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, who's gonna gonna not, be, there's no other reason to ben ben it. There's <laughs> not other reason to it. He hasn't played in a year. This,
0: this is why I, I think he, he goes experienced
3: and puts Mandalos.
0: Mandalos <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, as well. yeah. To be fair, Mandalos, maybe even Belgas could start on, on oh, the wing potentially. But th- that's a, that's so, an interesting thing. That's an interesting side point, actually, because to- talking about players who got picked when they weren't being played, Alejandro was in the twenty 20- under twenty threes for Sporting Club de Portugal, and he got yeah. picked for the ethnic key, but. At, and But at Olympiagos, where he's obviously not a starter, but he's getting minutes and he's playing consistently enough, he's not picked. And I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not, I just want to make this very clear. It's I don't know it's no right. an thing. It's not anti Olympiagos. I don't necessarily agree, believe that. But why do you think he hasn't been picked now compared to before? I can't think of a reason. This is why Boye has
1: been getting slammed. For for that very reason. He wasn't playing in Portugal. and He was getting picked. Here he is playing, not getting picked. I can't stand the guy, obviously. Now I've said that before, but as
2: you said, there's no club biases here. It's crazy. Because
1: yeah. Because he, he wasn't
2: playing and getting picked. Well, yeah. it goes it goes to the same reasoning with Costantelias, but I just imagine something's something is more deep. So, something else is going on. Because it, well, Alexandropoulos is not even picked for the under 21s as well. Hmm. Yeah, and he's he's, and no, he, he's twenty one but yeah, both he's of them, so some,
1: something else is
0: going on. Something very
1: else strange. is going on, boys. Very strange I'll tell you what, though, just on a side note very quickly, we've got Bulldog nailed down obviously as our right back for the foreseeable. He's not a spring chicken though. And someone who's really, really impressed me with Banafana is it's a shame he's out injured for a month, is Vayanivis. We've got our next right back sorted.
0: Think
2: Believe
1: so? Me.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic yeah. player. Over Head and shoulders. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, we do need a bit of. We uh, The problem with Bulldog is it was always like after him, the depth just kind of goes downhill yeah. from there. Um, I Rota again. Rota can do a job, but yeah, Rota he's not going to job. at next level. No. No, no. Um, But yeah, I guess, is there any lasting thoughts for this game before uh, we wrap up? um yeah as we said with kalafakis attending keep an eye on our
1: socials again during the game especially on twitter uh we'll we'll have some posts up covering the game
0: yeah and i'm sure we'll probably do a live blog during the game as well to update people regular moments in the fit goals hope uh in the sorry in the game hopefully goals for FVG as well all one of them um and yeah i guess that's everything guys so thank you so much for listening please as Nico said, follow our social media, particularly during the game and also the game in Gibraltar, which we'll probably cover in another podcast when we do the review of this match. Um, like all of our social media, follow us, um, follow everyone's individual accounts as well. And also, uh, please recommend us to anyone who is interested in Greek football or just football in general or, you know, someone who just five wants star to. Review. Yes, five star reviews <laughs> on all podcast platforms, please. On on uh, Spotify, on Apple Music, on anything you listen to, because we are on a lot of stuff. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And thank you guys for coming on, particularly Steve. Thank you for coming on as a guest, man. Nice to hear from you. a pleasure, guys. Thank you for having me on. Okay. And is there anywhere people can follow you if you want to be followed on social media?
3: <laughs> Not massive presence on uh, social media. I barely get on the thing. So, uh, ah, fair enough. That. probably shout out to my old man, actually. He's still in Athens. He'll be gone at the Gibraltar game on, um, Oh, he's going Sunday night Yeah, he's going to go you know so, Oh, I didn't know yeah. that Yeah, gave him the heads up the other night I go, they yeah, dad, okay, They're playing a yes on uh, On Sunday night I think you should go He's like, oh, go. I'm he? going
1: I didn't know he was going well, well, yeah, so I told him they, they went to Olympiacos Europa League instead My brother Well, ho-
0: hopefully <laughs> he'll see go, huh? Hopefully he'll see Greece get a Classic 1-0 win over Gibraltar oh, Hopefully he's going to see goals <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope so i hope so it would be the, um, it would be the most great thing to get a result against the dutch and then blow it against gibraltar oh god don't say that i'm still having nightmares <laughs> about all the minnows we've lost to in the past anyway we'll leave it there guys thank you so much Two for- wins. yeah hopefully and uh yeah thank you so much for listening guys and we'll catch you in the next episode